feel the time, the training, or the inclination for strategic thoughts. Let's play John Barry enters the room. John Barry enters the room. Sean Barry enters the room. Sean Barry enters the room. Andrew Steiner was already in the room. Oh, yeah. Zoom Songs, Volume 12. Zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> Mazda. Uh, how you doing, Sean? How you, how you hanging in there? I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I met with a personal trainer today. Oh, nice. I'm going to get one and finally stop being fat. A personal trainer. Money to just hit me every time. I, Is that a, per, a person who recommends uh, which subway car to get on? Yeah, that'd be good. That's a, that's actually a personal trainer. Ah, I got you. I understand now. Now it all makes sense. Yeah. Also, there's some frogs humping outside my window. Hmm. It's just like French people. Oh yeah, you those bloody frogs. Yeah. No, they're like super loud. Damn. Let's see if you can hear it real quick. Ready? You know what else is super loud? What? This weed that I'm gonna smoke in the, oh, in what the are middle you of the episode. What's up, Oscar? Hello, hello, hello. Speaking of weed guys. <laughs> This guy smokes. As I've said, I don't think that anything else that I'm oh. going to say breaches any kind of spoiler barrier. Oh, my phone. Okay, that's my bad. Oh, that's a spoiler barrier right there. God damn, we almost got spoiled. We almost got spoiled. My fat hand hit the keyboard. And yeah. Took my video back on. How are you doing, Oscar? I'm doing well. Just hanging in there. Sean. Doing some laundry. Sean became a train guy. He's one of those guys who sits by the tracks and is like, ooh, I love that locomotive. Train. Train. Sean, train. Some other guys, we all wait for him. Then we all go, woo, woo. Let's change this to a train podcast. Oh, we'd probably get more listeners. (laughs) An ironic train podcast. (laughs) An ironic train podcast. Never been done before, to my knowledge. We'll just commit super hard and just try to learn everything we can about trains and just pretend we're actually interested in it. I'm yeah. in trains. Are we self are we self-loathing enough to learn that much about trains ironically? Well, there's um, almost the tank engine. Yeah. That that is an interesting point, Oscar. I didn't really think of the you like why does that imply we're self self-loathing? Oh, it it, it does, because you know, uh where we we put we invest so much to just torture ourselves torture ourselves to torture other people too um if they want to not you know if they hate themselves which they do if they listen to this podcast on some level and then they decide to up the ante and uh you know they just want to hear ironically about trains for like an hour we got to make them like three hours each though yeah yeah, we just read all the specs for each type of train. What's your yeah. favorite, guys? 
What? I can't hear you. <laughs> Way to ask a question as you're leaving the room. I had no idea what you just I said. I really want to hear the answer, so I'm going to leave as I'm asking. <laughs> I was still in the room. I just went to the other side to get my phone because I got a text. You really give a shit about our answer. I really, I really care what your favorite train is. Oh, my favorite train is well, red listen, one. Have you guys ever been on New Jersey uh, Transit? Yeah. They got some real interesting trains. They're very different from Metro North. I haven't. They got the double decker. Oh, I on the LIRR they have that too. Yeah, and then they got a uh they got a like a thing where you can turn the seats around. You can make them into like a two-seater or like a face-to-face thing. Welcome, huh. Michael Hollis, to Ooh. the train podcast. We're just talking trains. Today we're talking about trains. How much trains? Oh, hey. I love trains. <laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs> Do you really? Um, well, um, yeah, because, you know, when I think about trains, I think of drinking on trains, going to a concert. Okay. Or yeah. anywhere, kind of. Okay, but. picture yourself in a train, Mr. Hollis. What concert are you going to? Um. Hmm concert am i going to well 2005 i'm drinking black house really hard okay. and i'm about to see the disco biscuits for their new year's eve run and right. take lsd for the first time oh my mm. god right lsd at the disco biscuits L-S-D. That's, that's, an those, that's gonna make those biscuits rise real quick <laughs> <laughs> oh baby how are you doing, Mike? I'm doing all right. Good to good to see you virtually, all yeah, of you guys. Yeah. When's the last time I saw you in person? Man, it's been a while. I feel like my gut reaction is to say you're le- playing a show with you, maybe with like you with Alan um, and uh, like Danian. Yeah, maybe maybe at uh, at um, Bacchus. Bacchus was what I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good times, man. We, I was in the band, man. How's, how's, are you still in Blue Museum? I am. Yeah, we're, uh, we're actually about to release an album, and mm-hmm. like every band during the pandemic, recorded an album. Probably we did right. that too, <laughs> and except we recorded the best one. Right. So there's that. Um, That's cool. What's... We got to record with this really great producer, engineer, Scott Petito, who's kind of more well-known for working with jazz guys and gals. Um, great artists. Like, he's recorded Chick Corea, Herbie Hancock. Oh, shit. He plays wow. to like, John Schofield and um, Dave uh, Holland, um, which, you know, Blue Museum's not really that, but... He's got a. He's also done some Mercury Rev albums too, and um, I don't know them. Yeah, they're like like Flaming Lips kind of bands. Oh, cool. So uh, if people if people haven't listened to Blue Museum, how would you describe the group? Is it still a trio? Um, well, it's interesting to answer that question because at the core, it's now become like me and Jeremy Boniello, mm-hmm. and we're kind of like the writing team. And we, when the pandemic hit, it's really the two of us recorded everything on the album. Mm. Um, well, Scott, the 
engineer, producer, recorded some um, bass as well. Okay. Um, and yeah, I have one other person too, Phoebe on there, but for the most part, it's Jeremy and I, and then the band could be as big as like six people. Um, we're doing a show at, the, to kick off the release of the album, we're doing a show on August 7th in the cave in Rosendale, the Widow Jane Mine. Ooh. Ooh, and we're going to have um, Amy Madeline on violin nice. and my buddy Josh on cello. Hell yeah. And then it'll be me and Jeremy. So oh, yeah, we kind go. of, it's two of us and then it can be bigger or smaller. That sounds fun. I want to go to that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Hell yeah. Is this your first album with, with Blue Museum? Yeah, you know, and even though I've released um, a full-length album with Breakfast and Fur, this mm -hmm. is going to be, it kind of feels like my first, like, full album in a way. Wait. Um, because it's more, I mean, I, I did help write some of the record on Breakfast and Fur, and I played on all the, all the songs, but yeah. um, it still was more like I was part of somebody else's dream and vision with that yeah there where this is kind of like more like mine and someone else's yeah yeah man i have some fond memories seeing your band playing with your band um for people who don't know us personally me <laughs> me and oscar and mike we all went to new paltz we were in the music program were you were you a jazz major too yes nice yeah. So you studied with Juba and and um, Vinny. And actually, uh, Mike and I went to the same high school. Mm. Sleepy Hollow High School. <laughs> Go horseback. Yeah. I was just letting Andrew know a connection to, uh, I, re I really enjoyed your episode with Matt. And, uh, yeah. you know, letting him know I was, his older brother was one of my best friends growing up. So I love, I love all the bad spinos. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good guy. All together. Yeah. Me, me and Matt, Matt, like we, I met him once he came up to new Paltz and then, and then he started doing comedy and I was already doing comedy. So like, you know, we, we started talking a little bit and I hung out with him when I went out to Seattle and did his open mic and whatever it was. That's how I know Matt through Oscar yeah and you guys hooked up uh independently uh like through comedy yeah. which is funny how every, everything i guess in this tri-state area yes yeah. things are so small once you like go to your respective like fields like comedy or music everything sort of just like links back together so yeah. i was curious if like being on the show was gonna be like I was going to be famous now. You are. I mean, you are. No. Famous now. No. How does no. it feel? Not even close. How does it feel? If anything, cool? even less. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts you probably more than it helps you. <laughs> How does it feel that people like scream out to you when you're in front of your fish tank now? Oh, yeah. You know, I feel like I've worked really hard to get to this place. And, you know, without the knowledge daddies, I wouldn't be able to be here today. <laughs> in the fish tank. The fish tank, um, this has become a mainstay of my remote teaching as well. Um, mm, that's awesome. And, you know, the uncanny valley effect can hit you if you notice the loop. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that. 
John, did you ever take music lessons? Uh, no, no, that's not true. I, I, one Christmas I asked for drums uh-huh. to be a drummer, and then I took like three lessons, and I was like, I'm bad at this. And I just had drums in my room for like four years, and I would only bang on them if I had a guest over. Damn, bro. <laughs> yeah, and I just have no artistic talent. I have no musical talent in me at all. I can't sing. I can't. Uh, I can't strum a guitar. But boy, you could dance. Boy, goddamn it, I can dance. I have the heart of a poet, though. <laughs> let me hear. A, let me hear a poem. Let's let's do a poem circle. All right, we're doing a quick poem. Yeah. All right. Uh, we don't need to do iambic pentameter or anything like that. Uh, whatever you feel, man. All right. Whatever's in my heart. <clears throat> Frog. Ribbit, ribbit. Here it goes again, jumping from one lily pad to the other. Frog. Ribbit, ribbit. Does the frog know that I despise it so? Frog. Ribbit, ribbit. One can only guess where it is going to and where it has been from. Frog. Ribbit, ribbit. It's looking for one mate to go make little lily pads with. Frog. Ribbit, ribbit. That's the end of the part. I like the part where you said frog. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'll do one. Are you, are you gonna do one, Mike? Yeah, I might as well, right? Everyone has to do it. Yeah, uh, sure. All right, Let's do okay. it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Ah, slumber. Night crusts my eyes with its bloody gush, takes me into the depths of hell, and makes me <laughs> the slut I always was destined to be. <laughs> At least got through mine. <laughs> That's a Bukowski sort of <laughs> sort of spoken word right there. Let me try again. Sorry, that was, that was, that was too that was too uh, harsh and 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 you know too vulnerable. I didn't mean to be that vulnerable. You're not supposed to be vulnerable with poetry. <laughs> um, so one of they all say is, "Don't be vulnerable with poetry." <laughs> um, Gun in your sandbox, child play all day. You can see the crushing future eating away at your mother's organs. Don't tell me what to do. I'll tell you what to work at. You work hard, bitch. You fucking stupid kid. <laughs> Jesus <Yeah>. Christ. <laughs> wow, there's so much to unpack. <laughs> what do you make of that, Michael? Um... You know, it, it it honestly brought up a lot of nostalgia for me. <laughs> um, made me think, uh, you know, about what it's like to be ground down by the wheels of capitalist society and yeah. parents. Do you do you feel ground down by the capitalism? Typically. Yeah. Even in yeah. the fish tank. A little less in the fish tank. Mm. Helps yeah. mitigate that. Sometimes I feel that way too, but I also feel I feel like I'm 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 okay. I'm on an upward trend in capitalism, but I eventually I hate I hate it. I hate it. I just don't want to I don't want to have to do anything but creative projects also. Yeah, I mean I I guess well to to be more to answer that a little bit more honestly too. Um it like 
I feel pretty good for what I'm doing and where I'm at right now when it comes to that element of things. Although it's, um, and yeah, just, you know, I was talking with a friend of mine who's got a really great job and makes a lot of money, was complaining about, you know, all of these job things that like my life is so far removed from. <laughs> And it was one like, you know, things like they're taking away some of our like annual like retirement benefits because of the pandemic and yeah, and you know, it does feel good to be to not have to deal or think about that. Like I could like if I want to have a retirement and work towards that, I could kind of like create that myself and um, you know, take more discipline because you don't have somebody else doing it for you, but um i i like it that way <laughs> yeah me too and i think the frogs do too yeah yeah freedom ribbit freedom frogs ribbit, ribbit. freedom right. to choose your own destiny all right i need to hear another poem someone oh god i'm scared you're gonna say that <laughs> mike mike you wanna you wanna I'm give it a go here. yeah i guess i'm up here you know i i was to be honest i was considering bringing out a friend of mine right now um, uh, yeah. I don't know if he's really ready, though. I wanted to introduce the world to Mike Grandinetti. Mike Grandinetti. Ooh. Mike Grandinetti is about to drop a rap mixtape. Oh, shit. Oh, it's nice. got five minutes long, five songs, most of them under a minute, a couple longer. All right. And, um, yeah. Well, Mike Grandinetti is a real motherfucker. Bring my Grandinetti on, but let's let's get through our poetry. Let's do first. it. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. So, um, let's see here. Okay. With eyes closed, I walk forward. With toes curled, I smell the sweet aroma. Pasta fazul in my mouth. Makes me think of the sweet drip of the louse. Ooh. Big, supple mountains, soft like velvet. An uncanny valley, I take my dive. I know where to go. I was taught. I read the book. Like it. Nice. Like it. That ended strong. Titties? Were you talking about big titties? Because it sounded like it. Yeah, I was talking about big titties. I like, the, I like, I like calling the big titties the uncanny valley because you can't tell if they're real or fake. There you go. Yeah. I, I had that in my head from before. It just, you know, that's why when I, if I'm going to improvise in a show, I don't practice improvising the day of. So I'll just end up kind of repeating that later. See, that's the beauty of improvising on an instrument is you can't accidentally play titties. <laughs> um, all right, Oscar. Oh, you got to do it? All right. And it's got to be at least six minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> you have to keep going until we say stop. All right. <laughs> Cyclists. I fucking hate cyclists. I think of cyclists and I burn with fucking rage. I'm driving 
I want to swerve. They're all sociopaths. Every single one of them. Selfish. They do not care for others. They do not follow the traffic laws. They shall all die and burn in hell. I'm just joking. I love cyclists. Driving on a bike is nice. You feel the breeze against your hair and your face. You feel free. You're not in the little box. You're in the car box with the, with the gasoline. No, I'm joking. I, I actually do hate cyclists. Fuck them all. Actually, I'm pretty indifferent. There you go. What a oh, you had a real voice. It's like you really knew what you feel and you just said what we all thought and then didn't think and then thought again. Then you backed away like a coward. <laughs> there you go. That's an accurate representation of myself. A coward. You know, I actually served on a jury for an incident with a cyclist in the car. And that's what that, that brought up a lot of feelings for me. Huh. Oh, wow. Well, we ruled in favor of the car. Awesome. Good man. Good man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I'm one of those cyclists now. I love cyclists. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I, I, uh, cause I got the year membership to city bike. And they had the electric city bikes, and it's so fun and convenient, and it's less disgusting than taking the subway. So I I'm just, yeah, that's fair enough. And yeah. I feel like everyone drives like an asshole in the city anyway, so it's like I don't feel bad. Just gotta be careful. I mean, it's a different vibe in the city though with the cyclists. Like they're in the game as much as the car drivers are, kind of, or for the most part. Whereas like you come upstate and it's just. It's a, it's bike a, lane. What's yeah. a bike lane? They never heard of the bike lane. There's yeah. No anyway, but I've I went I've had some interesting cycling, uh, global cycling. Like I went I went um bicycling around Beijing a long time oh. ago, and they had like an eight lane bicycle highway wow. around the city, which was crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, the West Coast is definitely a little more equipped for it than we are out here, yeah. but. Yeah. yeah, they take it serious. Yeah, they they really they have like nice big bike lanes, and I know I, I don't know I in Seattle at least seen that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they live in Seattle. All right, guys. Yeah, we we are all poets now. We are acclaimed. The people want our want to read our stuff. They they dig it. Um, I want to. Mike, do you remember when we were one time we ran into each other? I don't know if we were on Metro North or we were on a bus. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. Where Where was that? I don't know. <laughs> Good story though, right? This is great. Yeah. This content. Um, <laughs> That's the clip. That's the. Clip. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, Looking back at New Paltz as a college, as a jazz, as a music program, what are your, what do you feel now? Did you feel like it prepared you? How do you feel? Oh man, well we, I have, I'm, I'm accompanied by some veterans here. Uh, you know, yeah, like I would say that if I was maybe less self motivated, I would have been, I would have gotten less out of it. Mm -hmm. 
Like, if I needed more direction, it would have maybe been a little problematic at times. But um, I would say that I did happen to get a lot out of it. I had to fight tooth and nail at times for that. At one point, they were trying to cancel one of the classes that, like, was towards the end of my degree that I was really looking forward to because of which which one. This was jazz instrumentation and arranging. Oh, and I love that. Ended up stopping the class after a year or two after that too. That was a great class. I took that. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. so sometime after we took that, they combined it with the classical version of the same thing. No boo. Which, yeah, like. Um, I really enjoyed that as well. And I thought that would have been really whack to not have gotten one semester on that content and to yeah. try to combine it with classical. It would have been disservice to both both of those realms. Um, but Yeah, they're different. Are there any classes you didn't take but wish you had? Yes. Um, I think there was a more, I think there was like a straight up like counterpoint class, like classical mm. counterpoint. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. I don't know if I took that or not. I remember seeing something like that on there. And Sean, remember. for for our listeners who don't know, what is counterpoint? Basically, kind of like putting. No, oh, Sean. I asked Sean. Oh, I Sean. Sean. <laughs> yeah, Sean. What is counterpoint? Google real quick. No, just you don't need Google. No, no just just go off the top of the dome. <laughs> All right. Well, we're talking about music. That. So. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when um you know like you got a lot you got like a sheet of music and you go do 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 and then it starts on like the next page but then it counters back around when you're reading the sheet music so it goes no that's a round that's a round I think you're thinking of a round that's like uh, when the melody starts at different points to be uh, honest I don't not know what you're talking about yeah. but it sounds great I don't even know <laughs> but no counterpoint. Mike, why don't you? I, you probably have the freshest definition in. I mind. mean, to put it most simply, I would just say putting like different rhythms against each other that fit in, kind of like a puzzle. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like a chord, except for the pieces. Do you know what a chord is? Yeah, I know what a chord is. So it's like instead of playing all the notes at once, they're kind of moving against each other in different directions. It's melody against melody. That's yeah, like one against the other, like, and how each melody moves against each other. That's a counterpoint. Well, so now with three different definitions. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. well, they're all the same though. They all work together. So yeah, the different melody, the different rhythm. Yeah, and the different breaking up a chord mm-hmm. would be kind of like the different harmonies of the counterpoint because you don't you probably you may or may not start at the same pitch but you usually probably will end up highlighting the chord mm. yeah one could argue that like a really good guitar player that's playing chords is Go. thinking in that context the whole time too yeah yeah for sure yeah voice, voice leading movement. yeah yeah that's something yeah. that i try to do more and more you um, ever read uh ted green's chord chemistry no that's a crazy book of fucking weird chords that you would never think to play oh yeah yeah huh. um what else okay counterpoint yeah i can't even imagine taking an entire semester on counterpoint um 
species counterpoint i think is the proper term for it yeah there's this uh the old book that people used to work out of called the fucks ad good i don't even remember the name of it but that's like the species counterpoint like they would all learn and there's like different levels where it's like whole note against whole note right right and then slowly they do like hold out get get two against one and then i i kind of regret not taking um wasn't there like a visiting pianist and residence our bad vladimir ashkenazi that guy oh yeah yeah uh, feldsman feldsman, feldsman. feldsman. Yeah, yeah. Feldsman. ashkenazi no he's actually there is actually like a famous uh classical pianist vladimir ashkenazi i think am hmm. i right am i right sean yeah no there's lots of pianists uh, okay. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> yeah. You know, the funny thing is like Sean, Sean, um, just highlight Sean's approach to that answer as a music teacher. I can relate to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can relate to that. Uh, I haven't said anything wrong yet. Sean, have you said... ever ta- taught anybody anything? Uh, I taught you some fucking manners. <laughs> by throwing me off of a of a floating platform in front of a bunch of kids yeah <laughs> um yeah yeah me me oscar and michael have all taught music pretty extensively and chan's yawning again Ooh, sorry i got one case yeah. i need to get that you could ignore it no one could see it <laughs> i'm just trying to i'm trying to keep you engaged here i'm, I'm engaged to... i'm trying <laughs> Listen and be engaged. I'm I'm curious about what your guys' life was like before you met me. You know what, Sean? Your your background is making me think of uh, one of the classes I did the worst in in college that I feel like bringing up right now. Astrology. Exploring the solar system. Ooh. You think? How are you gonna do bad in exploring the solar system? You know, That's you're like. That question. How hmm. you do bad? Well, I had a a terrible teacher that I think didn't teach but helped me unlearn things mm. along the way and um yeah you know it wasn't i didn't despise her she yeah. just was not good at what she did do you ever take I remember class- her name and i know that she got fired there on after because i ended up meeting the astrology teacher later did, oh wow conversation but she was a good lady she just you know not everybody's equipped to teach you ever take a class with heinz insu Funkel? yes he's kind of like <laughs> a weird mix of brilliant oh, and crazy like the philosophy teacher actually well he was he was creative writing but okay yeah no you know uh, what i didn't but i had i had very did. close friends that were english majors and I knew of him very well. Yeah. yeah he was interesting. Mm. Like he was obviously very, very smart. Like he had translated books in Korean and short stories that had gotten to the New Yorker. Like he's a very smart guy, but he also had like really like weird metaphysical theories that he treated as fact. Like I remember <laughs> like having long conversations in his office about like pennies to reverse the polarity of your energy and how microwaves. Oh, wow. Like, realign the energetic structures of your food and like all this crazy shit so he was perfect for uh new paltz upstate new york area pretty much yeah 
Yeah, that's insane. It's funny when you mentioned uh, the sh- uh, solar system class, I had a different experience. I took a solar system class as well in college. I don't, I don't think I learned a lot either. But easy. You just got the A. I, my final was literally, I drew a picture <laughs> of a black hole. Like it was black in the center. And then there okay. was like, I essentially made it so like, you see lines so like ver uh like what's the word varices that varicose vertices vertices yeah just so you can see space-time bending and just bam a final project and i was like damn that was that was an easy uh it's uh, like the college version of building a volcano. Do you know it, it, it really time? was? I even, really liked even less than that because <laughs> it was easier than building a volcano. I, I actually really liked um, ethnomusicology with Dinnerstein. That was cool, cool. cool. I actually minored in anthropology and I almost double majored in that as well. So cool. I took mm. a lot of anthro classes. Um, I got to the end and then. I was asking my anthro advisor, should I like push hard and double major? And luckily she she was like, why are you gonna do that to yourself? You <laughs> need a grad degree anyway to do anything in that field. And you got the good enough grades in the classes you had. So if you I could like that way of thinking, I'm gonna chill. If you could only listen to one like traditional type of music like that you know basically sounds the same as it has for hundreds of years mm-hmm. what would you listen to wow let me think on that um dead air yeah you know what just because it's like fresh in my head i don't know if this counts but gypsy jazz gypsy jazz hey yeah that's a that's cool but that hasn't been around for 100 years yeah well just it's it's like an art form that everybody that plays it now yeah are they're just mimicking what like happened then yeah and it's still really good but and like fun to listen to oh yeah hell yeah not that innovative at all you know in my opinion Mm, Um, i love that too have you heard of uh flamenco music uh live Mm-mm. Not oh that is that is a trip uh like it's it's like really intense uh is i guess they have the flamenco dancers and they're um they're like tap they're like tap dancing almost but like in these crazy rhythms like and where there's like crazy polyrhythms over each other and when you're there they're on a stage and it's really loud so like you really feel rhythmically what's going on and people are in the back like clapping and then the flamenco guitarist is doing their thing yeah, yeah. and the way rhythmically it's structured it's it's not like like metric or like based off of pulse like western music and i mean it is but uh it's more like latin american music in that there's like a clave Okay. Or like a rhythmic pattern that's repeated throughout it. Yeah. And the complexity of it's like really daunting. It's like hard to even like follow it if you try to like understand like theoretically what's going on. You try to hear it in the music. It's like you still could get lost in it, but it's just very beautiful and powerful. 
That's yeah, I don't cool. fuck with that style of uh, guitar playing, but I, I oh, I can't either. <laughs> I, I do my best. Uh, I've through teaching, I've gotten some more classical chops by default, but um, you know, definitely, definitely something that I have so much respect for. Without oh yeah, I said it's a whole other instrument. Sorry. I said I was going to smoke weed about midway through this podcast, but I decided not to because I was just having enough fun without smoking weed. Yeah. Like, no there you go. Period. No more drugs. You don't drugs. need it. You, you don't, don't need it. I just yeah. need to improvise poetry. That's all I need. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Should we? No, I just played my first show where nobody had a mask on. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Weekend. And, um, I felt pretty good about it. I did. I, I got, I'm all vaxxed up and yeah, I'm like too. feeling, feeling spicy out there. Feeling good. How, uh, where, where'd you play it? <clears throat> this is an interesting one that I don't know to what degree I should get into it, but um, it was a memorial service for, but more of like a life party for a very interesting man in New well, this area, I guess it was technically Wallkill. He owned part of the Shawangunk Mountain. Hmm. He was a former huh. CIA agent in the 1650s. Wow. And amongst a uh, top of the business world as well. Hmm. Um, huh. And I learned from an attendee. Um, well, it, this is going to be on the internet, so I'm not, I'm not sure like to what degree I should be. It's really bad. We'll it. Um, yeah, it's like gonna be. It's it's on the internet. It's also like in the deep recesses of the internet. But oh, yeah, 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 definitely don't. Well, I mean, if you say oh, something, you, you can always ask Sean to take but it out. Basically, like the like it, it seemed like there was an implication that they also worked in the nuclear division during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Mm. And oh wow, confirmed the nature of it being similar to Doctor Strangelove. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, which is what we already kind of were i think new if you if you read anything about that stuff but. something like so crazy like that it's like how could it not be well i mean I, you don't want it to be like dr strangelove but it's like absurd just by existing the way it is it's like a button that can just like you know destroy humanity yeah it was very surreal and music kind of fine can you know, being a performing musician, you find yourself in these weird places sometimes like that. What, uh, what, what were like you playing, that. jazz? Yeah, I we were the, he was a Glenn Miller fan. Oh. So I, I actually played, which are probably some of the most famous jazz songs of all time for the first time I've ever played live, like In the Mood and uh, Moonlight Serenade, um, you know, that kind of stuff, real swinging. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Well, it's about that time. Michael Hollis, um, tell people where they can find the new album coming out for Blue Museum. That's going to be fire, straight fire. I want to find, straight I wanna fire. find it. Straight fire. Um, it will help you make money and come to terms with your inner demons as well. Find that shit on iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp, bluemuseum.com. Might be bluemuseummusic.bandcamp.com actually bluemuseummusic.bandcamp.com michaelhollismusic.com is it out already huh when's it when's it dropping is it out 
No, no, no. We're not going to release it. We're probably releasing it the very beginning of 2022. Oh, my God. You fucking tease. I know. <laughs> wait, wait. So check it out. Check it out real quick. I'll give you a, um, this, depending on what goes live first, um, we have this. Oh, no. <laughs> Simulation's breaking down. Break it down. Right. You guys are going to know that this is my OnlyFans Studio 2 suit, and I can't let that fucking happen here. Um, so, no, no. Um, August 7th is the day of our show at the Widow Jane Mine in Rosendale. Come on out. That's the kickoff for the release stretch. We're going to be dropping videos, um, all sorts of uh, singles and fun art. We got people making really cool, uh, forgetting the proper term, but pins, pins and mm-hmm. patches, shirts, all that fun. I'm gonna try to be there. I really swag and all that kind of shit. So yeah, the museum. I, um, come, come, give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram. That's right, Instagram I, definitely. You're on Instagram. I'll fucking follow you right now, motherfucker. Hell Do yeah. it. Follow the follow, baby. Yeah, baby. Um. All right. Well, yeah, I'm excited for that show. I really hope I can make it. Um, yeah, it sounds amazing. Uh, yeah. You think that, about recording it? Yeah, I'd like to do something like that. And we actually just got a um, I just got tagged in a message by the guy who um, who is uh, booking me there about somebody who does solar powered lights for the, for oh. the cave, too, if I want to use that. So how would that how would that work? Solar power. I mean, yeah, that's the true. Cave. I guess they run the cable from the outside. I uh, I didn't ancient... put that <laughs> sentence together till right. <laughs> A series of mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's how microscopes work too these days. But ah. yeah. hmm. um, all right, man. Well, it was really great having you on. I really appreciate it. Um Y'all gonna have to keep a lookout for Mike Grandinetti. That shit's gonna drop by the end of June, probably. Me and okay. my buddy, um, uh, who goes under the guise of the mozzarella sticks. Um, if you like uh, drugs, sex, and cartoons, I like all those things. Come, uh, come, give it a listen. Where's it, what's that? That's Where? gonna be amazing. It, it's it, nobody. This is the first time anybody's fucking even hearing about it, and it's gonna be a surprise. Ooh. I'm gonna drop it. Some music videos too. Um, Where, where's that and, dropping? I, uh, you know, I don't even fucking know yet. Just follow me and you'll find out. Michael okay. Hollis, MichaelHollisMusic.com. Michael yeah. First, and if you want, also if you want guitar lessons in the Hudson Valley, that he's sure. the man too. That's so. right. Guitar. I'm even teaching banjo, blue bluegrass improvisation now. Whatever. Nice. <laughs> a fleck in the fleck tones over here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, it's been a fun one. Thank you again for coming on, Michael. And uh, hopefully I'll see you upstate. Yeah, let's hang soon. Nice to meet you, all of you. Or nice to meet you, Sean, and see you virtually, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye. Guys, wait before you leave. One second. I just want to say something. Uh Uh-oh. Follow knowledge daddies too. <laughs> I think I think we do. Oh, um, I, for, I forgot about that. How's the episodes coming, guys? How's the what episodes? Oh, I talked to some guy today about editing them for us, 
uh but we're gonna wait until july until may- maybe oscar has time to do it himself yeah because you know it, it you gotta it's gotta have a daddy's touch yeah <laughs> that sounds so fucking wrong <laughs> gonna have daddy's touch you we bring the daddy's touch to you you want to get touched by daddy Everything. All right, all right. <laughs> Everything we tur- touch turns to issues. I'm I'm gonna put you on a list. With that, <laughs> with that mustache. It. You're the one who said it, man. I didn't say it like that. <laughs> I mean, well, you said it like that. Did. I did not say it like that. You did. You got the same mustache. You're thinking it. I have a different mustache. I'm, I mean, it's barely a mustache. That's worse. Well, I have mustaches currently. Because men who have a lot of testosterone and can grow mustaches don't want to have sex with kids. So eh, you look like a pedophile. I don't know. No, he doesn't look like a pedophile. He just looks like a creep. There's a big difference. Thank you. And my right. girlfriend who has who is of age and got her first gray pubic hair likes it. Why do you tell us these things? <laughs> Because she's okay with it, and I think people like the, they like to know details. No, they really don't. <laughs> it makes us feel more real. All right, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for knowledge, studies. Everybody, come again. Come back next week. Or no. Or no. I mean, looking at the numbers, most of you don't. So. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> All right.